Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Friday morning. Made it through another work week, and uh, praise God, it's the weekend. If uh, if you get a break on the weekend, some people get their weekends during the week. So I've been there, done that. It's kind of you know you get like a Monday and a Tuesday off, or a Monday and a Thursday, or so you know you don't really get a, a true weekend off. If for a lot of others you do get Saturday and Sunday. I think the weekend should consist of Monday through Friday and the work week Saturday and Sunday. That that to me would make a lot more sense. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. But uh, hope everybody's doing well this morning. I slept well last night. Be sure and grab your umbrella or raincoat as you're running out the door. They said they're calling for rain today. So, unfortunately, I've enjoyed these sunny days, these warm sunny days this week. I know that. Uh, to say good morning to Nancy Tyree, Jerry Keller, Carolyn Kelly. Kelly Swift, Amy Oaks-Turner, Darlene Barker. Those are just the ones I can see. Uh, Mike Hensley, I see he's watching. And uh, so uh, if I didn't call your name, just it's only because Facebook has not shown your name. So <laughs> that's why I couldn't do it. But, uh, so, but I do appreciate everybody tuning in this morning and watching and listening each day. Uh, I always do the devotions Monday through Friday and uh, look forward to, uh, to doing these. Hopefully it'll... Get your day going in the right direction. I know it helps me, and uh, uh, just praise God that we have the ability to, to be able to do this each morning. So, uh, good morning, Jennifer Williams, and uh, so let's get over here, and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. So, stand up here. Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's one thing that I definitely do and encourage is standing for the flag. It's hard to believe that uh, we have to actually encourage that in today's society. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know, uh, each morning I do give a little brief political commentary what's going on in the world. And why I do that, I was going to tell you why. You know, I, I've had, uh, we've literally had people Leave our church because they say we're too political. And, um, you know, I think as a pastor, and this goes back to uh, pastors throughout history, you know, that you've heard, you know, for those who attend Fountain Life uh, that's watching this morning, you know, you've heard my dad reference the uh, black robe garb where pastors were uh, fighting against uh, political oppression or, or things that were contrary to the Word of God back, you know, speaking against England, you know, back in the inception of our country. And uh, a lot of people feel like there's no place for politics in the in the church. Uh, I understand where they're coming from to a certain extent. You don't want to uh, uh, alienate people because you want everybody to come into the church and you want to uh, uh, everyone to feel welcomed. And if you're taking a political side, I can understand that might upset somebody. I can, I can get that to a certain extent. However, uh, as a pastor... Uh, if there are things going on in the world, uh, I, I have a responsibility and a duty to call these things out. I have a responsibility uh, to talk about things that are contrary to the Word of God, things that people are dealing with. See, you know, with this political sphere that we're, we're in right now, a lot of people, their anxiety is really high. They're very upset. They're worried, you know, with this COVID thing. A lot of jobs have been lost. Businesses have shut down. Uh, there are laws being put into place, uh, just like even with this COVID relief. How is this nothing but uh, pork for the blue states? 
very little actually went to COVID to uh, help and, and with the shots or, you know, whatever it is, the studies. And, uh, you know, they think if they put COVID behind it, they can do whatever. Uh, just even with this Equality Act being pushed, how it's going to affect Christians. You see, there, you see there's certain things that need to be called out, certain things that need to be looked on. And then uh, there are times I just like to make fun of Biden. So, you know, <laughs> there's no, no theology behind it. I, I just don't like him. But, uh, you know, just like last night, uh, I, I didn't watch it because, I, to be honest with you, if I could get as much out of listening to my hair dryers, I would out of a Biden speech. But uh, based on what I saw on on, uh, on Fox News was that uh, uh, all he really had was jabs at Trump. And that's really all that administration has. They have no no foundation of anything but hate for Trump. That's all they got. You know, uh, outside of that, they have nothing but to push. Uh, and I, I, do, I do like, um, uh, I think it was the governor in Mississippi, he said there would not. He said transgenders... Men, all right, these are men who think they're women, uh, will not compete in female sports or be in the locker rooms. Good for him. You know, that's the way it needs to be across the board, across the nation. Uh, you know, these young ladies work hard, and like it or not, biology dictates men are usually, generally, their bone structure, muscular structure are stronger and bigger than females. And it, it, it's not a fair uh, ground of competition. It's, it's, you know, it's just things like that that uh, as a pastor I need to, to call out to, hey, this is wrong. You know, God called us to be men. God called us to be women. Uh, what the world is pushing or culture and society is pushing uh, is perverting what God has put in place. And if my political commentary uh, goes against the grain of your uh, uh, beliefs or goes against the grain of your sensibilities, then, you know, you need to pray about that, and uh, I want to do the best I can as a pastor to spread the word, spread the gospel. That's the main thing. But if there are things going on in in our uh, political climate that I feel like needs to be addressed, then I feel like I have a duty and responsibility to do so. So, with that said, you know I, I don't want to uh, uh, alienate people. I don't want to push people away from these devotions or from church. Uh, but you know, uh, I just feel like there are things that need to be uh, be talked about. And you know, there's a lot of pastors that won't. They will not talk about anything controversial, abortion, homosexuality, transgenders, LGBTQ, uh, talking about uh, a lot of what we, uh, you know, the Equality Act, uh, kneeling at the flag. They won't do it because they don't want controversy. They don't want to stir the boat. They want everybody to be happy. The world don't work that way. You know, you can't, you can't please everybody. That's why I keep telling you, the cross has always been offensive. From the very beginning, it has been offensive. So there's no aspect that you're ever going to be able to please people and make everybody happy. It's just not going to happen. So I don't say go out and be a smart aleck and be a jerk to everybody. You know, we need to show the Christ love. We need to speak the truth in love. We need to, to show kindness. Uh, obviously, that's, that's what God's word is, showing the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. We need to demonstrate that, obviously. But, uh, but at the same time, you know, we've got to understand, hey, you know, I've got to speak the truth and do it as loving as I can. And if that offends, it's going to offend. That's the problem with this nation. We're, we're, uh, we went from a country of the greatest generation to a country of snowflake babies who get upset over plastic toys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just insanity. You know, it's like I, I see some people post that, what are we supposed to be offended by today? So I don't, I don't know who comes up with this stuff. You know, I don't, apparently there's a group of people 
have nothing to do but to research anything in history or television or movies and to find things that are offensive <laughs> so that we they can put that out there and to uh to get the the masses stirred i, I don't know but Anyway, well, let's go ahead and uh, look at our verse this morning. Uh, we're looking at Hebrews eleven twenty six. Christ's greater riches than the treasure in Egypt, for he had respect to the recompense of the reward. All right, uh, praise God for that uh, good word this morning. You know, uh, we all have decisions to make in life. Uh, we can make good decisions. We can make bad decisions. I don't know about you. I feel like my life has been filled more with bad decisions than were good ones. Good ones were. I chose my wife, Brandy. I had to track her down and chain her to a radiator heater and uh, not let her escape. And after a time, she grew to love me. And <laughs> oh, I'm teasing. But uh, uh, that, that was a good choice, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, listening to the Lord and Going into ministry, that was a good choice. There, there were good choices in my life, uh, but I've made a lot of bad decisions financially, cars, motorcycles, and blowed a lot of money, made a lot of bad decisions. That happens. That's part of life, I guess, part of learning, part of growing. You know, uh, you can look at others who've made big, bad decisions in life. You know, you look at 1920, the Boston Red Sox made a very, very big uh, uh, uh bad decision you know when when uh oh my gosh my sweet blank on me um babe ruth when he traded babe ruth um and uh, he ended up uh having more home runs and hits than all the red Sox put together when they after they traded him talk about a bad decision i bet they were thinking well, I should have done that, you know. So you, know, you talk about a bad decision, you know. You look at uh, Joe Schuster and Jerry Siegel. You know, y'all know, uh, or you may not know. I'm a huge Superman fan. I've got uh, a Superman tattoo. I have. Uh, oh, God, I don't have any in here. I was looking around. I've got a huge Superman collection that take up just about a whole room. Uh, collect all kinds of figurines and such. But uh, uh, but they sold. The rights to Superman for a hundred and twenty dollars, not good, you know. Or you look at the guy that sold, uh, uh, was it Sun? Was it Sun Records that sold uh, Elvis Presley's uh, rights to RCA? All the records and things that were sold. I mean, I mean, you talk about thinking, oh man, I wish I hadn't done. It. I mean, you talk about, you may feel bad about decisions you made and you want to kick yourself in the fanny, but you look at some of these other people and you look at all the billions of dollars they lost. You're thinking, well, at least I'm not that bad, you know. So you never know. Uh, you know, you, you kind of look at yourself, look at other individuals, and think, well, you know, it could be a little worse. But you know, us, you know, we all when we make these decisions in life, you know, one thing's for sure, we've got to um, we're making the decision. We make sure that we're praying, seeking God's will, and doing what the Lord wants us to do. You know, you can look back at the time of Moses. Is kind of what uh, Hebrews eleven twenty six is uh, referencing. You know, there was the the edict that was put out that um, all the first male uh, boys were to be killed. Well, the parents chose to go against that and to save their son's life and hit him. Well, you know, obviously we know that, uh, well, you know, I shouldn't say obviously. You know, I, for those who grew up in the church, grew up in the Bible Belt, uh, of course, you know, Amy's watching on her. Me and her went to Tri-City Christian together. She's a very wonderful, sweet girl. Uh, but, 
it is, uh, you know, we take for granted sometimes uh, these, you know, about stories about Moses or Jonah or Samson or uh, you know King David, the Apostle Paul, Peter. You know, there's there's things that we just, you know, sometimes we kind of feel is just general knowledge. But there's a lot of people in the world who, uh, and I've had to learn this the hard way through social media. There's a lot of people in the world who do not have a clue, have never opened a Bible, have never ever stepped foot in a church, their parents never took them, never demonstrated a Christian attitude. And um, you know, so we can't take for granted, you know. So I shouldn't say obviously, you know, people know the story of Moses. There may be somebody watching, listening today who do who does not know the story of Moses. But we know that. Uh, but we, I can say, you know, briefly that Moses was saved from being killed and murdered. Uh, they, you know, made a, uh, a little basket of, of pitch and wood to uh, to float, and they put it in the water to save his life. And of course, I'm just highlighting here, you know, and his sister. Watched as it floated, and uh, Pharaoh's uh, uh, daughter saw uh, Moses, and uh, or and oh, wait a minute, did I get that wrong? Pharaoh's wife, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, might as well blank on me. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know the story. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, of course, he grew up in Pharaoh's uh, kingdom there, and probably had everything, anything he wanted. Well educated. Uh, you know, he, he had everything that he, he really wanted uh, in life, really. But something kept nagging at him, and that something wasn't right. And that's when he started discovering his roots and who he was. Ended up killing a man and took off fleeing and running Well, God called him out. And so, you know, we we look at, um, you know, if you look at, you know, his, his the word consideration. Uh, you know, we look at that as a belief, was it, the belief on the... Um, Oh, what's it believe? I think I got it here. Um, hold on. Yeah, the word considering in 1126. Now, it's word a little different because I think I used the King Jimmy version on here. But the word considering in 1126, first, a belief resting on external proof or careful judgment. So he weighed the balance uh, of what the world had to offer and uh, God had to offer and what the world's had to offer. And that's something I think we have to look at. We have to make that choice of um, you know, what are we going to follow? Are we going to follow the things of the world? Are we going to follow after the things of God? Uh, you know, what are we going to uh, to look at? And it goes back to, again, looking at 11.26, talking about uh, an eternal reward. Uh, because, we, of course, the King James has said the recompense of the reward. But we're looking at the re- eternal reward. We weigh out that balance. You know, I know I've, I've went a, a long way around to get to the point here. Uh, you know, we have to weigh the balance of what the world is offering and what God is offering. We have to understand, We do we want to be rewarded by the things of the world or rewarded by the things of heaven, the things of God, the things of Christ? That's the things we have to look at, and that's what Moses was doing. And uh, he, you know, it's not like he just wanted to hang out for 40 years for a bunch of whining people, you know, and uh, they gave him nothing but heartache. You know, that's one reason why he messed up. You know, that's why he, he struck the the rock twice. He's only supposed to do it once. He's mad. He's aggravated. Every time he turned around, they were complaining about being hungry or thirsty or tired. They wanted to go back. Here they were delivered out of slavery. They wanted to go back. And, you know, and as a result of their unbelief, they didn't get to go into the promised land. Uh, because, uh, you know, you had one group that said, you know, uh, it was Caleb that said, uh, uh, you know, hey, we can do this, you know. And the other group said, no, no, there's a bunch of giants there. We can't do it. We can't do it. And, um, you know, it kind of makes me think of Christians today. You know, they want to complain about uh, everything that go their way. And when God gives us something we, we need to pursue, oh, we can't do it. You know, we like that faith. And, uh, but, 
you know, we need to look at that reward that uh, that is coming. You know, the reward, the world can offer a reward, and you know that's one thing that you know we do something that we we want to uh, uh, we don't want recognition for. You know, there's a lot of people out there that they want to do things that uh, they they want no recognition. I've had a lot of people come to the church and 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 they may do something wonderful for the church and you know I would love nothing more to brag on them from the pulpit but they don't want recognition why because they're looking at that eternal reward they're not looking for an immediate one they're not looking for uh, uh, pats on the back of the present they're building up those treasures in heaven and, and uh, uh, you know but there's a lot of people out there that uh, uh, are doing those things that what they do is for the Lord you know when they donate their time to the church or teaching classes or helping us with uh, our internet or sound or or the praise team or you know there's a lot of people out there who who ha- get out in the community and help the homeless or you know there's a lot of people that does a lot of wonderful things why they don't do it because they want pats on the back here they're doing it because they're sharing the love of christ and they're looking towards their eternal reward uh, that will be given them and so you know we all have choices in life my friends and we need to when i said that i don't know why that I, the scene, of course, I, I'm a huge Back to the, I don't know, I told you how much I like Superman, but I like Back to the Future. And I just, for what, when I said that just now, that we all have choices, the scene of Back to the Future, <laughs> where, uh, Bart, before Marty McFly goes back into time, his mother's sitting there and, uh, her daughter says something about uh, going on a date. She said, I never sat in a parked car with a boy and I never called a boy. And, uh, then all of a sudden they, uh, uh, she gets a phone call, and uh, it's her brother. He's in jail, and he's not getting out. And so uh, she throws the cake on the table because that's what they want to celebrate him getting out. And Marty says, jailbird Joey. She says, she said, her drinking a, a glass of vodka. And she says, we all have choices in life, children. But that time, uh, Marty's dad looks at the TV. He's such a dork, such a nerd. And there's, you know, this nerdy laugh at... What's the show? <laughs> What's matter me? It, it don't matter. Anyway, uh, but uh, when I said we all have choices, it made me think of it. And what she said about the future is right. We all have choices in life, children. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, so we, do make, we don't always make the right choices. Why? Because we are fallen creatures. We are um, sin-filled. And so we don't always, because we want to chase after those selfish desires. You know, that's why I told you before that I, so that I have to really, you know, uh, you, my wife and my dad has to really, you know, if I'm looking for a new car or if I want to, uh, or if I want a certain type of car, they have to really reel me in because I'm like a monkey. I go for the shiniest thing I can find and I mess up, you know, and because uh, uh, I make bad choices because I'm going on. Instead of praying about something like I'm supposed to and waiting on the Lord, I'm chasing after that shiny object. Oh, I want that now. You know, oh, look at that. It's nice. That's how I got burned on this Jeep from this guy in Elizabeth. And, you know, he lied to me. Oh, my gosh. That hurt me more than anything in the world that somebody just looked me in the eyes and lied to me. I just, to this day, I just, I mean, I, 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 I've forgiven, you know, and I've let it, you know, and I try, but I try hard to let it go. But it's just, it's not that I got a crappy car. It's just that somebody lied to me, you know used to uh, uh, use me I just it just it really hurt me deeply and the fact is Jeep was so dangerous my family could have got killed in it, and it, it's really bothered me but it's my own fault I rushed into it there were some warning signs that I ignored I saw on it immediately I said I don't know and uh, but it was just like Adam said it was that wife you gave me Lord and 
<laughs> it was her fault. No, it was her fault. She did spot it first, though. <laughs> so, uh, got to blame somebody. But, you know, but we, that's one thing. We get too big in a hurry. We want what we want, and we want it now. And then we look back and think, oh, wish I hadn't done that, you know. And uh, so we, we got to just slow down. All right, slow down and give it to the Lord to pray about it. And I, I get it a lot, you know. I don't know if something's God's will. I don't know that I, if you've got, you know, I, I like how my dad said, this isn't, you know, written in stone, but a good indicator uh, if something is, if you're making the right choice, right decision, is if, if you have a peace about it, uh, is it stay on your mind, and is it biblical? If it hits in all three of those, you're probably going in the right direction. If it hits on only one or two, you might want to spend a little more time in prayer about it. So, you know, we don't want to be like the Boston Red Sox and uh, <laughs> trade off a awesome player. You know, you don't want to be uh, like uh, the creators of Superman and sell off the rights dirt cheap because you don't think it's going to go nowhere. Or the guy of Sun Records who sold off uh, Elvis's, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, stuff and uh, uh, and end up uh, losing a ton of money, you know. But it's not about money. I understand it. This, I'm not talking about money here. I'm talking about the eternal rewards of heaven. I'm talking about the fact that we need to make the right choices and decisions that's going to please and honor God Almighty. That's where we're at. That's where we got to be. And uh, it's tough when we don't do that. But um, sometimes lessons are harder to, to, to learn and understand than others. But just give it to the Lord. When you make those bad decisions, hey, all we can do is learn from them and try to do better the next time. And I'll probably make a bad decision before I get up off his stool. <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, we, we're, we're imperfect people. But all we can do is give to the Lord, do the best we can, understand where our reward is at, keep our eyes on the prize, and do what we got to do. And uh, hopefully, I'm hoping, pray. That I, I just want to hear so badly, well done, good and faithful servant. And uh, I think if we just uh, do the best we can. That's what I was talking about yesterday. That's what my dad always told me when I was going to school, uh, or no matter what I've done in life, and I've told the same thing to my children. Uh, as long as you do your best, I'm proud of you. And I think that that's something the Heavenly Father tells us. If you, as long as you're doing the best you can, you can also say you've done the best you can. I'm proud of you. And I think that's what the Heavenly Father tells us. So, my friends, don't get too hard on yourself when you look back at uh, bad choices and bad decisions in your life. It's easy to do. I know I, I have to really fight that. But let's move forward and look to the future, look towards Jesus Christ. Focusing on the present, how we can serve the Lord now, and then look forward to the rewards we'll receive when we get there. And uh, I think we're going to, the Lord's going to be proud of us for doing the best we can. Let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you so much for this teaching this morning. Lord, help us to uh, to make those right uh, choices, to, to bring everything into godly consideration. Help us, Lord, as Moses did that, and uh, to look towards the eternal rewards. We might be going through, uh, yeah, seems like, a 40-year a tribulation, and uh, it's easy to feel that way sometimes. But, Lord, help us uh, to focus on what is important and to serve you well. And, Lord, I uh, do pray that for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray that you be with us. Lead us, guide us, and you'll protect us. Uh, Lord, let us serve you well today. Lord, be with our president and uh, our nation's leaders that you will uh, reveal yourself, that you will touch their hearts and minds. And Lord, I just pray for this nation as a whole, Lord, that it will turn to you like never before. 
And Lord, I do pray for our brother of Christ, Ron Thompson. I do pray for Jane Kitchings and Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Jenner and Troy Hood, Roger Winters. Uh, Lord, I do pray that uh, you be with Linda David Feathers. And uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you be with so many, Lord Jesus, uh, that are, are, are dealing with things that others may not realize, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. Lord, you'll give strength and uh, understanding. And, Lord, I do pray that uh, you'll be with all those watching today. And you lead, God, what you'll protect them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate you guys, the guys watching this morning. Sorry, I'm stumbling around this morning. I tell you, I, it just, I get, you know, I get up at four every morning. I do my personal devotions, try to get prepared to do these devotions. And I'll be honest with you, man, I, my brain just ain't, uh, I ain't had my cup of coffee yet. And my brain, when I'm trying to do this devotion in the morning, just does not want to uh, function <laughs> as it should. So I apologize. I stumble around a little bit when I'm trying to do this teaching in the mornings. Uh, yeah, don't forget, uh, time changes this weekend. So, don't, you know, Saturday evening, uh, you might want to make sure your clocks are adjusted. Of course, you know, today, if you're, you know, most of us have cell phones and things, it, it automatically changes. But, you know, you still, some, for some people, you know, you still may have a clock on a wall or, uh, uh your car, you know, still has to be changed. So, uh, little things like, yeah, it's not like it used to be. But, uh, or you may be somebody, uh, that's, Still got a VCR, <laughs> and it's still blinking 12, I don't know. But, uh, but don't forget to, to change that. Of course, we'll be at the church at uh, 118 Julie Lane at 11 a.m. Uh, this coming Sunday, so 11 to 12. And, uh, of course, I always tell you this every morning, as, uh, but I do this in case there's those watching that might not know. If you uh, have someone who doesn't do Facebook or you don't want to do Facebook anymore, you can watch all the divorce, all the divorces. <laughs> You see what I'm talking about here. All the devotions and all of our sermons uh, on our website at flbconline.com. And if you uh, want to, uh, you can listen to the Dawkin Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes free of charge. It is audio only, but you can listen to all these devotions as you're going out and about your day. My friends, thank you for watching. I appreciate the support. Uh, good morning, Karen. Just saw that. Um, Appreciate the support. Appreciate y'all watching each and every morning and putting up with my silliness and goofiness in the morning. And uh, But I do hope the Lord uses this to bless you and uh, help your day uh, go in the right direction. So I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. <laughs>